This is Lincoln A to Z. Lincoln A to Z. Lincoln A to Z. We've chosen 52 squares at random from the Lincoln A to Z street map. E and And now we've got a year to visit all 52 and make a programme about each and every one. Lincoln A to Z. Each week we'll be setting off on our trusty bikes to find a different grid. Lincoln A to Z. We could find ourselves in a leafy residential area, a bustling city street, or a completely empty field. We'll present our findings every week here on Siren FM as we uncover Lincoln one grid at a time. Lincoln A to Z. 52 grids, two men, one map, no clue. Never a truer word be spoken there, Lincoln A to Z. Uh, you're listening to here on Siren 107.3. I'm Paul Tyler, the man who struggles to plug in a spare, pair of headphones. And the other side of the desk, the man with the very impressive set of headphones there is Johnny Hall. Hi, Johnny. Hello there. Hello. Uh, okay, right, so uh, where are we going to be visiting this week? Hello, uh, my name's Sam Harrison. Um, I'm 22 years old. I've been living in Lincoln for 12 years, and I'm a professional singer, uh, slash songwriter, slash music person. Is there a website you can get on there? Uh, www.samharrisonmusic.com Right, okay, so you can select out one of our squares. Oh, I want a pink one. No, no, don't look, no, 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 uh, and to be honest, we had to put one in early on because there, there's there's quite a few. Uh, one of the one of the, the sales pitches, I suppose, we put forward for the Lincoln A to Z program was, uh, hey, yeah, Lincoln is a city of contrast. And as you heard in the opening, we could be stood in a completely empty field. And uh, for the next hour and a half, you're going to listen to two men struggle to make a program about a completely empty field. Uh, so uh, <laughs> that's worth tuning in for. I don't know what is. Lincoln A to Z on Siren FM. Now, this is the point where uh, we hand over to our producer, and normally uh, he would give a long list of, well, not a long list, but a brief list of what is inside the grid, what streets we're going to be visiting. Uh, so over to you, Johnny. What's in the grid? Well, it, it's an empty field, isn't it? It is. There's nothing really there at all. Um, and we've got another 80 minutes to okay. film. Okie dokie. Uh, okay, so but we knew this. We knew this was going to happen when we met up uh, in, uh, well, it has to be said, uh, a public house, uh, when we were, you know, we were knocking the ideas about and we, uh, we said, well, yeah, this is no problem. This is highlighting the contrasts of Lincoln, the fact that we're never far away from the countryside and, um, uh, yeah, sure enough, we're going to be in, the, in an empty field. And uh, I think we, we smirked and giggled at the fact that we were then going to be stuck on the radio, uh, going to be talking about... A completely empty field. There's, there's got to be something there, we said. Yeah, two, uh, as it says in the intro to this programme, uh, a couple of clueless fellas uh, out in a field. And, uh, well, this is what happened. So, H11. At the top of the programme, the top of any of our A to Z programmes, you'll hear us uh, talking about, you know, uh, the different areas of Lincoln. You know, we can be in a retail park, a suburb, or... Or, or wherever and one of the bits is where we stand in uh, in a completely empty field and this when you, we always knew that this would be the case when looking at the Lincoln A to Z map and um, when you're planning these things it always sounds very very funny and uh, you think yeah yeah that'll be a right who we'll go to a field and uh, and see what's there yeah 
so <laughs> here we are. We To get here, we've gone uh, via Skewbridge, so we're off Tritton Road uh, and down Skewbridge, and uh, a little bit lost on the way. And uh, something has to be said about our planning for, for such a yomp, uh, which I think is probably the word. Um, we have two different kinds of bike. Uh, one is a, a racing bike, uh, my bike, and one is a mountain bike, Johnny's bike. Um, one of us <laughs> was very much suited to this journey, one wasn't. The thin, uh, no-grip tyres on my racing bike, uh, well, it was pretty hairy at most, most times. Um, and clothing. I am uh, decked out, uh, as you would be, in uh, very good walking boots and uh, waterproof trousers, it has to be said. Uh, the producer is not so between us we know we make a very good team um and uh you know together it, it could be a work of genius however uh apart i wonder sometimes how we both see through the day so let's describe the setting let's describe the scene you can see a lot of fields i can hear a lot of birds but i can't see a single one i think they're probably frightened off every now and then by the bird scarers uh but towering over us here uh, is, is the cathedral and the water tower uh, it really sticks out and stands out uh, you know, like a beacon over the city really it's, it's odd how, how close you feel to the, the cathedral this is always the thing with Lincoln isn't it because the cathedral is such a towering presence you know when you come in like on the train or whatever when you come, you come in home you feel like you're at Lincoln a long time before you actually get here because you see that in the distance and standing here I mean we're, it feels like we're really close to the city and yet we're surrounded by this totally undeveloped countryside uh, well, yeah, as yet undeveloped. I mean, uh, I don't know, if you, if you were to read the Echo uh, and things like that, you would see uh, plans and certainly letters all the time in from people saying, well, these are floodplains, aren't they? We're stood next to a drain here, aren't we? Yeah, yeah, I mean, there's plans for thousands of houses who were built here and retail and uh, offices and all sorts of things. The whole area between Tritton Road and the bypass is going to be filled in, basically. So this whole area where we're standing now is going to be developed. And, I mean, as you say, there is, there is a bit of concern about the floodplains. I think a few years ago the Environment Agency even uh, chipped in and said that they felt that it wasn't a suitable place for development. I mean, over the years, lots of areas that are now developed in Lincoln were flooded areas. I mean, the whole area where the university was, around the south of Brayford Pool, used to flood all the time. And they did some earthworks and moved the water out, and now it's, it's fine to be built, and so I presume they'll do the same here. And, you know, there is clearly a need for more housing, so it makes sense to develop this place, I think, because it's, it's so close to the city centre. It's kind of an area that's, although it looks like the countryside, we are, you know, we're bound by the, the bypass over that side and the city on that side. It, it's, it's an obvious area for development, I guess, isn't it? Well, yeah, it is, but on that token, I'm, I'm surprised that you've said that. Um, <laughs> uh, but I, I'm also, I look at it and uh, it looks lovely. I mean, we're here on a rainy day, so uh, and you know, the, the, a lot of the fields, are, you know, they look really muddy and awful. But they're growing crops. They're growing the things that we need to eat. If you, you know, if we carry on doing this and you know, developing houses over the places that make the food that we eat, what are people going to eat? Well, yeah, but. Um one thing I do find quite intriguing, though, is that as we've been cycling here, there are a few existing houses around. We've passed a farmhouse back there. There's another one just ahead of where we're standing right now. I'm interested to see how they'll fit in with all the, the new houses because they're basically going to find themselves eventually being part of just the city street. Well, I mean, the house we're looking at now, I think, uh, I don't know this, but I'm pretty sure uh, there's a camping and caravan uh, play field out the back of it. Uh, but also, it looks like there's the, there's there are a few little outdoor homes that are there for holiday lets. And the, the selling point of this place here is obviously to cut yourself off and get, get away from it all and come away from the hustle and bustle. And what's going to happen to that place? I mean, you, you would, you, I would imagine that that area used to be a farmhouse farming this land. And like a lot of farms in Lincolnshire, they've had to diversify uh, because... Uh, 
uh, of the of, well really supermarket prices and things like that driving it down uh, farmers are really only turning money in a circle and what they've had to do is diversify and a lot of that time means uh, people from big cities getting away from it all uh, and enjoying the well let's face it idyllic lifestyle and staring at uh, the magnificent cathedral on the hill because i can imagine on a sunny day uh, this is a wonderful place to wake up to it's always a shame when you think about you know nice rural kind of settings like this being built on but then everywhere was like this at one time you know the, the area where i live has been there 100 150 years but at one time it was farmland and i'm sure it looked as nice as this does but you know stuff has to be built it's just a question of what they build how they build it and how nice it looks really whether it's an improvement to the landscape or whether it's just a, a you know a scar on the landscape okay now a couple of actual differences of opinion there johnny i would think in our in our time of uh, our short time now of walking around uh, the streets and fields and countryside um I, I think that's our first proper difference of opinion because usually what happens is you have a well-informed opinion over something i agree with it but then struggle to find a uh, an alternative viewpoint um but i i think there and actually i was listening back and i was thinking that i thought well normally johnny's the one with uh, with with a bit of common sense here but do you know what sometimes i, I can be a bit bright you think so? Yeah. Well, I, I beg to differ, but um, <laughs> I, I'm just being pragmatic, I think. You know, houses need to be built. The population's growing. People need somewhere to live. I mean, I, I am a bit torn over it. it. It is a shame to see greenfield sites like that being built on, and I do think we've got a responsibility before we build on something like that to make sure that we filled in every part of the existing city. You know, you're walking around, I was walking down um, St. Rumbold Street the other day, and there's a big kind of area of rough old land that's been used as a, a temporary NCP car park. And it's, it's been temporary for about 30 years now, I think. And I think we need to be building on those things and filling in all those little gaps and places. That, no, uh, no, 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 no. You see, now you see the look on my face there. You've seen it. You, what, no, that that needs to turn into uh, something green, surely. In all that area, oh, yeah, yeah. It, it could be green. Yeah, okay. It could, you, you've got the arboretum not far away from that. But what, <laughs> I'm, what I'm saying is, we. There's got to be a mixture of buildings, and yeah, you've got to have little green areas in the city as well, but we should be filling in those bits of derelict land that are just sitting there waiting to be developed before we start building on the countryside, because if we don't do that, you can't have it both ways. You can't say, oh, let's have loads of big green spaces in the city, but not build on the countryside either. You've got to do one or the other. More houses are needed. You either make the cities more densely populated, you build taller buildings, um, you, that, you fill what, in all those gaps or you build on the countryside one or the other you can't have it both ways well, isn't, isn't that what London's for? well I suppose so yeah <laughs> yeah. but uh, you know Lincoln's been earmarked for all these houses the, the Swampole area I think it's earmarked for five and a half thousand houses up to five and a half thousand houses um, and they obviously somebody somewhere thinks that the people are going to come to fill those houses so they've got to have somewhere to live yeah, now it's worth saying at this point we did try and get in touch with uh, was it Lincoln County Council or Lincolnshire County Council? I think it's Lincolnshire County Council who are leading. I think all the all the authorities are involved, but uh, yeah, they, they never replied, did they? Yeah, you're going to say well, it would be it would be lovely to say that they <laughs> no, they, they rejected our response. We didn't even get a rejection. <laughs> oh, no, <laughs> Lincoln A to Z dot co dot uk. And uh, it's time to find out what happened when uh, Johnny and I had uh, well a bit more of an adventure in a field, and uh, things get a bit squelchy and a little bit emotional. So uh, just to stroll down from where we were standing um, is uh, is a place of I, I don't know how you're feeling right now, Johnny. Are you feeling quite emotional? A, a little, yeah, yeah. It's um, obviously my, my surname's Hall, and when we were researching this, I, I found an old map and I discovered I, I had no idea this was here. I've lived in Lincoln pretty much all my life. That this place where we're standing right now is called Hall Hill. So this is this is my birthright. This place. This is this is my family's place. Um, 
I can see some some uh, lots of branches and sticks. I mean, maybe you could build a shelter and call it home. Absolutely, yeah. I mean, I have to say I'm a little disappointed. I, it, <laughs> say, it says Hoare Hill, and I guess typically for Lincolnshire, it's just totally flat. There's no there's no hill here. Uh, there is. If you look, if you get bend down a little bit, there is a hump. Just past that cross bit there, oh, there is a significant hump. Goes up a few inches, yeah. yeah. That'll be it. Although, actually, there's also a big pile of rubble there. It could well be that. Yeah, well, I was looking forward to a proper hill so we, you know, we could climb up it and I could maybe plant a, a flag on the top of it and claim it back for the family, you know. It's, it's a little disappointing. I can see why the family didn't choose to settle here. <laughs> yeah, so Hall Hill, do you think, I mean, you know, let's, let's take that surname, do you think there is a, a, a significant connection? I have no idea. I mean, it's not a, a common name, is it? There's in, in the Lincoln phone book, I think there's about eight or nine. And when you say phone book, of course, everyone thinks there's going to be prank phone calls to be had out of that surname. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I mean, it's, uh, maybe that's why it's not a common surname. People have maybe gradually dropped it over the years. I, I considered it when I got married. You know, shall I have my wife's name instead? But uh, <laughs> it's, it's, I guess it's a worse name for a girl than a boy. But um, it, it's not a common name. But I think it is a name that you get around here. Um, actually, a couple of weeks back, one of the our pickies who uh, picks out our grids randomly was called uh, Joseph Hoare. I think his name was, and he pulled out the avenue for us. So it's 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 a, a name that's a bit more common around here, I guess. And obviously, the fact that a place was named after it. The Hoare family must have been fairly prominent at some point. You know, we must have been relatively important to have a place named after us. Uh, I think so. I mean, you know, if if your lineage is anything to go by, uh, you're very important. (laughs) Very important indeed. And, uh, yeah, actually, I I could hear, just listening back to that now, because obviously I I couldn't really hear you on the day, but through a a microphone and some some headphones there, I could feel there was a swell of pride uh, listening up there. I think you you honestly believe there's something in this, don't you? It, it was an emotional time, yeah. Yeah, it's like, you know, it's like coming home. Well, I thought it was rain on your eyes, but it was obviously you, you, you were getting all, getting all dewy around the eyes there. Um, okay, what, so what, what do you think you could do with that, with that piece of land? I mean, there, there was a, a public right of way through there, wasn't there, which is where we were stood. Yeah, um, yeah. You know, do you, do, you, do you think you could claim it? Are you going to go back and stick, stick your flag in and set up base camp? I, I think I should. I think, I think we should declare independence, you know, the, the independent Republic of Hall Hill. I, I like it, I like it. And uh, so would you be uh, a prime minister or a king? I think I'd be a dictator, to be honest. But, uh, yeah, no, no, I, I, like the, I like the ring of king, so I get to wear a crown, presumably. <laughs> yeah. But, yeah, I'll be a king, but I'll actually be a dictator, too. OK, right. So, uh, Best of both worlds. So, so coming up, uh, you're going to... Uh, you're going to give us some some rules, aren't you? This is, this is the power has already gone completely to your head, uh, and so very shortly uh, we're going to hear the the, the rules for uh, Hoare Hill. Lincoln A to Z. Uh, now it's time to look at the history uh, of our field, and I think I think this week we've been done absolutely proud. It's, it's great. Historians can uh, can often do it visually via, via TV, but uh, I think what Joe does here with the history of this grid, as bearing in mind we're looking at an empty field, has done absolutely fantastic. Uh, and so now it's time to hand over to Joe from the Lincolnshire Archive. At first glance, this grid square doesn't seem to look very promising, but a little bit of delving reveals just how much history can be contained in one small, seemingly featureless area. Before this land was drained in recent centuries and turned into fields, this area would have been affected by fluctuating water levels. The land would often be flooded, and when the waters went down, it would be left as woodland and squelchy fen. It was this waterlogged and woody nature that made the landscape here such an important resource for early people. Even before the Romans, and well into the medieval period, there's evidence to show that this area was extensively exploited, providing early inhabitants with vital supplies like peat and firewood for fuel, timber for construction, and arable land for grazing pigs on. 
As well as fish, this wetland provided the early citizens of Lincoln with plenty of waterfowl such as duck, geese and swan. This is no doubt how Swampool gets its name. Archaeologists have found that the early Lincoln diet included a lot of fish and fowl. Part of this area is a wide old valley formed by Pryle Drain, which runs under Doddington Road, through the lakes at Hartsome Park and onto this area of our grid square, which is referred to on old maps at the Lincolnshire Archives as the Homes or Homes Common. This name is quite interesting, as a home can refer to both flat land near a river, but more commonly a low island in a river or lake. And this is where it gets interesting, as on some old maps there is a raised area of land called Haw Hill. Imagine this area after the water level has risen and flooded the land. It would really have appeared as a small island on a glassy wetland. Iron Age people would have given great importance to such a significant feature in an otherwise flat landscape, and it's highly probable it would have had some pagan ritualistic function. Who knows, there may still be well-preserved archaeology beneath the peaty soil in this relatively unexplored area. Perhaps votive offerings like the Witham Shield found in the Witham at Fiskerton, thrown into the murky fens to appease the ancient water gods. In later centuries, it could have maintained its spiritual importance, as there is evidence to suggest that Hoare Hill may have been the site of a small monastic house in early medieval times, possibly even a hospital. Was this really the site of the documented Hospital of St Mary Magdalene in Hartsholme, founded in the 12th century by Ranulf, Earl of Chester, and Pastor Bardney Abbey, where King Edward II sent one of his servants to be cared for by the monks? Was this an even earlier island site of pagan worship, mysteriously rising above a glassy lake that appeared and disappeared with the tides? Is this Lincoln's own Glastonbury tour in miniature? Uh, thanks very much to uh, Joe there from the Lincolnshire Archives and thanks for their continued support. I just love the way they, 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 they paint an image and ask questions about it. You know, is it, it could have been that. It could have been that tour. It could have been uh, that hospital. But it's, you know, it's, it's just, uh, they, I love the way they ask questions with a, sp- a sense of authority, don't you think? <laughs> now, you know, last week we were, li- we were listening over the, uh, the recorded history of this, of this square and thinking about what we're going to you know, talk about because, believe it or not, we do, uh, <laughs> we do think about what we're going to talk about. And she talked about the fish or fowl there. Now, do you remember my idea last week about... Uh, you know, sort of saying, uh, having a competition, a tasting competition between fish and fowl. And then we realised it'd be <laughs> very, very easy <laughs> to really do. Really easy, yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah, and would be no competition at all. So we've spared you that, listeners. Uh, however, we are about to... Uh, well, Johnny, you're about to get power hungry, aren't you? I am. I mean, what's the point of having an area named after you if you can't take it over and turn it into an independent state? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I just don't know. <laughs> Uh, so uh, so I thought, you know, if I'm going to set this up as uh, the independent republic of Hoare Hill, I, I need some laws, I need some, some rules for the population. So uh, Paul's allowing me seven, uh, which probably isn't quite enough really, but um, here we go. Rule number one, free public transport for everyone. Hmm. This is to be funded by a tax on the spelling and punctuation errors made by those insane people who populate the comment section on the Lincolnshire Echo website. A budget surplus is expected on that. Okay, now, um, already, I'm in in disagreement here. Uh, I like the free public transport idea, although the spelling and punctuation, uh, well, well, the thing is I never never make comments on on those kinds of things because you can lose an awful lot of creative time um, getting into arguments uh, on there and uh, and other social networking sites. But but it's that that pedantry. It's the pedantry that I'm not not keen on because, and also auto-spell and things like that, things like that just take over your life. You're a bit of a a, a technophobe like I am, then you're going to, I'd be skint. Really? Uh, well, okay. Well, okay. Not not funded by that, but let's say that they'll be powered by the bile that those people produce. So, yeah. Uh, rule number <laughs> two: Morrissey is to be worshipped as a god. 
seven days a week, not just the Sabbath, because after all, every day is like Sunday. Um, I think we should wash over that, because that's one of the worst puns I've ever heard. Um, uh, yeah, okay. I mean, yeah. Another thing we avoided this week was uh, the, the the thing that they were talking there. We, we nearly turned this uh, the soundtrack to tonight's program into uh, Horfest, didn't we? And, uh, you know, what, what bands would you have on? But, you know, to be honest, it was just going to be an hour and a half of uh, the Morrissey and Smiths. The, Mo- the Morrissey and The Smith. Morrissey. <laughs> yeah, oh, and, you know, the, the old radio had into, you know, just lighten the mood a little. Um, <laughs> the following people on Hoare Hill will be shot on sight. Anyone who has moves like Jagger as their ringtone. Anyone who thinks telling you where they're parked is in any way an interesting topic of conversation. <laughs> Anyone who thinks Mrs. Brown's boys is funny. Oh, what? No, 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 no. I'm not having that. <laughs> oh, it's appalling. <laughs> it's not. See, you like. I, I'm, I'm surprised. And most of all, <laughs> anyone who says, "Can I get?" instead of "Can I have?" This is one of my pet hates. Can I get a beer? They say, "What? You want to come round this side of the bar and get it? Do you? No, you can have a beer. You can get a bullet in the head if you try doing that in Hall Hill." It's true. Okay. Um, <laughs> you turn into a tyrant. I thought you were quite passive. The power's gone to my head. It really uh-huh. has. Yeah, absolute power corrupts. Rule number four, any person caught using a drive-thru will have their legs removed because they clearly don't <laughs> right. know how to use them. Right, 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 okay. This is, this is getting quite violent. It's a good job <laughs> we're on after nine, isn't it? Uh, rule number five, this is, this is a nice clean one. Jeremy Clarkson to be shot on site. That's, that's self-explanatory, surely. Rule number six, <laughs> any person caught littering will have to spend a week acting as a human bin. They'll be forced to stand on a street corner with their mouths open, <laughs> accepting any litter, rotten food, or whatever else passes by care to stuff into their litterbug faces. That, that's fair enough, isn't it? Uh, yeah, I'm right with you there. And um, no, we'll, we'll not be vulgar and talk about um, dog. Uh, no, we won't, we're not even going to go no, there. No, I, I wasn't going to go there no. at all. No, no. And finally, rule number seven, and this is the most important one of all, there will be an immediate ban on the production of keep calm and carry on signs. You know, keep <laughs> yeah. calm and eat cupcakes, keep calm and worm the dog. You know, they were, they were faintly amusing to begin with, but it's gone too far now. Anyone found to be in possession of such items will need to keep calm and be shot in the back of the head. Where, you're going to build turrets, I take it, around Hoare Hill, uh, and it's going to be a bit like that prison off of The Walking Dead, is it? What? What? I, I don't know what's, what's come over you. I mean, you know, as far as I can see, you're, you're, you're quite a, a liberal, uh, passive guy. Uh, probably why we get on so well. And um, I'm, I'm shocked. It's, it's bought out the worst in me. But, you know, apparently Stalin was a lovely chap until he got power. And then, you know, it, it all went to his head. So exactly. You should always be suspicious of the ambitious. Yeah. Lincoln A to Z. A question of Lincoln. unmistakable sound there of Lincoln Cathedral's bells chiming at the time for a question of Lincoln here on Lincoln A to Z on Siren FM. I think just in the background there you can hear uh, Jonathan Cresswell. Uh, he presents Connected uh, for all things gadgety, gaming and geeky here on Siren FM Fridays 1 till 3pm. Good work there Jonathan. Good work. Okay, right now it's time to pass over to my uh, my colleague, and uh, I've just strapped on a uh, a riot shield just in case, and uh, a bulletproof vest just in case Johnny doesn't win. Um, and <laughs> what's the current score, Johnny, between us on the question of Lincoln? Um, well, actually, I think last week I said it was two two one mm-hmm. with me having one, but actually it wasn't because that was me asking the question. You don't get a point for that, so it's actually still two nil to you. 
All right, okay. Yeah, so you're, yeah, you're, you're winning by quite a long way. As That's... with most things we do, overcomplicated and overconvoluted, yeah, yeah. uh, but hey, it means something to somebody. So, uh, <laughs> who's going first this week? Um, okay, I'll go first if you want. Good. <laughs> right, okay. Nice, easy one for you, okay, as usual. <laughs> as usual. Um, this, this came to me, actually, when I was at the 10K on Sunday, and I, oh. I happened to be standing oh. uh, near the gold post box on Castle Square. Oh. Uh, one of many across the UK that were painted uh, gold in honour of the local Olympic and Paralympic gold medalists. <laughs> now, uh, Lincoln's is in honour of a Paralympian, Sophie Wells. But what sport did she win gold in? Oh, oh. So you might have a chance for this. Oh, oh yes, do you, yes. Do you know this? I, okay. know, I think I know it. I think oh, I know. right, okay. I'll give you the options anyway. Was it A, shot put, B, wheelchair volleyball, or C, equestrian eventing? Your time starts now. Okay, now, uh, I, I, if I don't get this right, I don't think I'll be allowed inside the house tonight. Uh, because I remember watching this, I remember watching it with my wife, who's uh, keen on horses. Equestrian eventing. Yes, it was, <laughs> yeah. Yep. Hey. 3-0. Very good, 3-0. 3-0. Right, okay, now then, so, what, so you can get a point back with this, can't you? You can get a point I back. I can if I get this right, right. Okay. yeah. Okay, okay, here it goes, right, okay. Now, I also was inspired uh, yesterday. Did you see that guy with a fridge on his back? I did. That's fantastic. Uh, a man running for the, he was he was running for cystic fibrosis for uh, for his daughter and just incredible. Also around him the atmosphere uh, was incredible. Uh, a chap called Ian uh, who ran 10k with a fridge strapped to his back. Um, now yesterday's 17th annual Active Nation Lincoln 10k to give it its full title as I do, you know, with your sort of pedantry, I'm surprised you didn't. <laughs> now, the release roadway was run by Ben Livesey of RAF Waddington in a time of 30 minutes, 16 seconds. Now, the Lincoln 10K took place in the north of the city. How many of the Lincoln A to Z grids did the 5,500 participants run through along the 10-kilometre route? Is it A, 2, B, 1, or C, 3? 10 seconds. Oh, that's a good one. Um, okay, well, we've got we've got Ermine West. We've got the uh, New uh, Newport Roundabout. Uh, three, oh, uh, I'm I'm gonna go for oh, I'm gonna go for two. You're right. Yes. <laughs> Last. Now, what I did then, uh, anyone watching on the webcam will be able to see that I just had to cover up the map. That <laughs> it is didn't, in it front didn't even of occur you to me to look at it <laughs> with highlighted squares, and you didn't even look. Lincoln A to Z on Siren FM. We also have a regular contributor at Treff who uh, has written uh, some uh, poems for us and uh, read some, read a couple out so far. Uh, but this time, um, I thought I'd write one. Um, bearing in mind that we knew the angle we were going at with uh, with with Johnny and uh, and the fact that he's now sticking his flag in the ground out in Swampool. Um, this is called Horsville. There are segways, not cars. So there are two environmental wheels not four gas-guzzling ones. The buildings are traditional Victorian, not new style. The windows, of course, are wooden, not plastic. The computers are apples, not PCs. A functional bohemian high street, not a trading estate. The music is indie, not country. The jobs are all industrial, not call centres. But that's everyone else's job, though, not Johnny's. Yeah, I think I think that's pretty uh, pretty fair, actually. Yeah, I I do. I, I've I was got no I, problem with any of that. Yeah, you, you should have seen the first. <laughs> <laughs> Lincoln A to Z dot co dot uk. Now, one of the things that we do when we go and visit and walk around the grids is uh, collect objects uh, that are going to be part of the exhibition uh, at the collection in May twenty fourteen. Uh, now, this is what happened uh, on our visit this time. 
So one of the big concerns for us uh, and on our quest uh, to get 52 objects to go along with our 52 grids for our exhibition, uh, the collection, in May 2014, uh, is that when you get landed uh, an area that's in the middle of nowhere, uh, you're thinking, well, you know, there's only so many twigs you can pick up or, you know, display or exhibit. Uh, but walking around here now, uh, our producer, uh, the genial Johnny Hall, has found the object for this grid. Yeah, just uh, just walking here, I spotted these little uh, green things, and at first I thought they were something that had fallen off a firework, perhaps. But looking closer, they're actually uh, gun cartridges, uh, because of course we are we're in the countryside here, and people have guns in the countryside, kind of fairly routinely. Uh, they look like they're from some kind of I don't know a lot about guns, but I imagine they're from a, a, a shotgun. Slightly worryingly, very close to these uh, cartridges, there are a couple of cans of beer as well. So I hope the person operating the gun wasn't also drinking that beer, but. Um, yeah, I think I'll do for our object, do you reckon? That, Johnny, is absolutely perfect. Well done. Walking further down, uh, just uh, just off the beaten track here, and there's a lot more gun cartridges, uh, which, if I'm honest, is making me <laughs> a little bit uneasy. Um, we, we think we're following public rights away, pretty sure, um, but, you know, it's, it's, it's not... We're safe here, aren't we? <laughs> There's a lot of gun cartridges around here now, Johnny. Um, I'm starting to worry. We've not veered off the, uh, the, the the public bridle way, have we? Yeah, we're not on a shooting range or something. There is a post over there with uh, a number one on it and then some strange figures and things. I don't know what that means. Maybe that's... Is that a warning that we're, we're not privy to? Uh, maybe so. Maybe so. Uh, we'll, uh, we'll go on with care. It's on the, uh, the very edge of, of the grid... Uh, we've taken uh, a little bit off the beaten track. Uh, we find ourselves in a, in a wooded area. Uh, lots of uh, lots of trees been chopped down here. I think not. Yeah, yeah, looking pretty recently. Uh, and also the area it has to be said is littered with beer cans, which which isn't very nice. I mean, they're not going to put a bin out here, but you know, take your rubbish home with you. I kind of feel like I'm taking loads of photos today because it's almost like we're kind of recording this for posterity because. About five years from now, all this will be gone. This will all be housing estates and retail parks and whatever else they decide to put on here. And uh, yeah, the, the way we're looking at it today will all be uh, a memory. So off mic, um, I made uh, I made a bit of a wise crack to Johnny. We were talking about how we produce the show, and uh, I made a bit of a wise crack to Johnny, saying, you know, if we were the uh, the Top Gear producers, what we would do is we would uh, found these gun cartridges on the floor, going to uh, display those at our, at our exhibition. Uh, but we we would uh, record the sound of the uh, bird scares going off in the background and say, right, okay, oh no, we're being shot at, let's scarper. Uh, you know, we both give a mild chuckle, maybe said we'd say something about it in the studio or something like that. And uh, as we cycle out <laughs> of the grid uh, on what is, uh, well, according to our map, a public highway, uh, we see a sign. And what does that sign say, Johnny? It says, warning, in big red letters, shooting in progress on this land and no unauthorised access. Uh, we, so basically, we've just been walking around the woods, mithering people for leaving beer cans around uh, and picking up shotgun pellets when uh, there could well have been people with, with, their, with us in their sights. Yeah, I mean, with all the mud around, it does look a bit like the opening sequence of Saving Private Ryan anyway. So, you know, if we'd had a few bullets whistling past our ears, it might have, it might have added to that ambiance even more. But yeah, thank, thankfully we got out of this alive. So I think I think that now I'm. It's all starting to piece together for me, Johnny. Now your your obsession earlier on in the program with shooting people, 
and your inclusion of, of course of the, of the clerks and thing it's all, it's all beginning to spell out it happened something happened to you out that day when you, you became the king of Hall Hill <laughs> something happened out there Johnny talk to me about it yeah I don't know it's, uh, it, it was, I, I didn't realise quite how scary that was until I went home and told my wife that we'd been on an active firing range and <laughs> the look of horror on her face made me realise that actually that was probably quite dangerous. Yeah, yeah, you're not going out to play with Paul again. No, you? no, but we approached from the north and there were no signs, were they? No. Not one sign. It wasn't until you, we were leaving the area that we saw this sign. It's madness. Not one, although I am starting, there's a, there is a definite theme building up now of our, of our programmes. This is obviously um, being shot at or, be, or shooting people, getting the obsession <laughs> of shooting people. Uh, last, last month, last week was, uh, was at the trading estate, wasn't it, on Valentine Road? All about being grim. Now, uh, you believe that something you've said, now the power's really going to your head, something you've <laughs> said has changed the course of history for shoppers in Lincoln. I, th- I think there's no doubt about it, yeah. Just a few days, well, just last week, on last week's show, we were down Tritton Road, and I was moaning about the <laughs> fact that Next had left the city centre and moved out to Tritton Road to, to ply their trade down there, and I wasn't happy about it. A mere three or four days later, I, I go on to the, the Lincolnites and I find that actually next I'm moving back into town. There's going to be a major redevelopment of the Waterside Centre in the middle of Lincoln. H&M are coming as well. And yeah, obviously Mr. Mr. Next, Ian Next, was, was listening to me. <laughs> and um, he, he, he took on board what I said and immediately leapt into action. So yeah, well done Next for, for listening. <laughs> yeah, thanks. And uh, well, you can thank us when uh, when you have a very convenient uh, shopping experience uh, uh, in town. Um, okay, so... Um, Object-wise, Johnny, um, now the shotgun pellets, are, uh, well, they're not pellets, are they? The shotgun uh, cartridges. Um, I think I think this is probably one of the best objects. I think we're really picking up now on the object front, aren't we? Yeah, it's, it's, it's an excellent object, and I, I think I found it. Okay, well, in which case you're finding all the objects. Oh, uh, don't put f- that on me. In, f- <laughs> in future. Lincoln A to Z on Siren FM. Thanks for listening to the Lincoln A to Z podcast. Do you know anything about this or any of our other 52 grids? If so, we'd love to hear from you. LincolnA-Z.co.uk has all the information and contact details you'll need. And don't forget the live Lincoln A to Z show is on Siren FM Monday nights from 9. <laughs>